sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Shall we share a word of prayer? Sutiasinayamompaye. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this time in your presence. Your word says, where the word of a king is, there's power. Let there be power in our lives because of the word that shall come forth from your throne this morning. Lord, I pray that my words will not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the demonstration of your spirit and of power. I take over this place in the realm of the spirit. I ask your presence to take charge. I pray that the words that I speak shall come from your throne room. I pray that the words that I speak shall be spirit and life. Anoint this vessel for your people's sake and change our lives with your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please take your seats. It's a joy to be here. And um, also a surprise. <laughs> the Bible says, ask and you will receive. Let's see. <laughs> so when um, your pastor's wife sent me, would you come for our ladies' meeting? Would you come on a Sunday? I, I, I said I would love to come, but... I will look at availability. Mm. And I believe that God has made a way. Amen. But it's also because of relationship. Uh-huh. I felt compelled wow. to be here Amen. because of my relationship with your pastor's wife. Amen. And by proxy, your pastor. Amen. So we thank God. And of course, <laughs> it's interesting to see. God raised so many young people mm. and you feel a part of their lives because you were with them through high school, through university, through marriage, no, through beloved dozing, as we say in our <laughs> church, and then through marriage and through having children. And sometimes it's interesting when you meet them and people are calling them mommy and daddy, but <laughs> I suppose that's how life is. And... Uh, I want to thank God for this time and for a beautiful daughter like your pastor's wife. Amen. 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 I pray Amen. that you handle her well because if you don't, there's a lot of room in light. Let's see. Let's see. I'll come and take <laughs> She's my very thing. precious to us. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. <laughs> but I want to thank God for this time. Amen. And I want to thank my husband for releasing me to be here. 
because both of us arrived from Asia last night wow. through many places, but we are here, Amen. and it's still a privilege to preach God's word. Amen. 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 I also want to salute your general overseer, Reverend Fitzgerald Odonkong. Amen. Who is also Lord. my personal friend, and um, wherever he is, thank God for him. And I want to salute Pastor Eugene, <laughs> Amen. who is my son-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like home already. Amen. Anyway, when I was coming, I didn't come alone. I came with some ladies who work under my office or with me. So I want them to stand up and I will introduce them to you. Amen. We have Lady Pastor Bridget Marion, who is my ministry assistant. She's married to Bishop Ogo, who also assists Bishop in the Crusades. So in my office, we have a lot of wives whose husbands are not there. <laughs> Far Away Wives Association. By the grace of God abounds. And the Lady Pastor Pamela Dixon, who is the CEO of St. Adelaide School in Accra. I will tell you about the name as I go on. <laughs> and the Lady Pastor Shirley. She's also my, my architect in chief. She helped me build the orphanage and all the apartments you see there. Wow. And she also works as other things, including catering. <laughs> so she's also in my office. And then Lady Pastor Efwa Sompa Ose. So we used to call her Baby Grey because she's from a different age group. So <laughs> she does whatever I ask her to do. And Lady Pastor Matilda, who is from Atomic Branch, but is also under my office. She helps me with all my events. So please give them a hearty welcome. Okay. Thank you, ladies. Okay. God bless you. Well, I'm told that your topic today is seek ye first, your theme is seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. It's a verse that is very popular in Lighthouse. And my husband says that it is one of his secrets. And that if people would believe it, it will work for them. So I will speak about that verse. So my topic is seek ye first the kingdom of God. When I was growing up as a Christian, these were some of the popular songs. Yeah, we used to sing, Seek ye first the kingdom of God uh -huh. and his righteousness and other things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. So, because it was sung so often in fellowship, it became your focus and it became what you thought about. 
And at that time, the charismatic movement was very young. And very poor. So this verse held promise for the church as a body. But with time, God prospered his churches and his people. He prospered his people and his churches. And then when that happened, our songs started to change. And we started to sing, Don't let me go empty handed. Our Amen. Amen. And I believe that the songs changed with the focus of the time. And the church, as in the body of Christ, has to come back to that focus. So this morning, I'm preaching from my husband's book, It's a Great Thing to Serve the Lord. It's also a song. So I don't know whether the, the younger generation knows it. <laughs> now, many people think that to be a servant of the Lord or to seek the kingdom of God, you need a title or you need to be a pastor or you need to be called evangelist or you need a title. Or that when the name or the, the, the phrase servant of God is used for you is because you work in the ministry. But you can't just be a church member or a Christian and be a servant of God. But the Bible is full of stories of people who were not pastors, but were servants of God. God called them his servants, and that is what they were. So Some of them were kings. Some of them were politicians. politicians. Some of them were businessmen. Some of them were millionaires. Some were farmers. And some were even non-Jews. It is true that priests and Levites were also called servants of God. But it was not only priests and prophets. In Exodus 32 verse 13, the Bible says, Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self and said unto them i will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven and all this land that i have spoken of will i give unto your seed and they shall inherit it forever so god mentioned abraham isaac and even israel 
And he said, Thy servants. So so she trust him now. I can kind of work so does woman no man. On your coupon, Abraham, or Fred Isaac, or Fred Israel, my impo, or Sinomo Yanenkoa. Jacob, who was a multi-millionaire, was a servant of God. See Jacob, that now now you're the four, now you're your coupon akwa. According to Scripture, so I trust him. I share him. I was very surprised, not so long ago, maybe a few months ago, when I was thinking about the Bible, and I realized that. Abraham, who is called the father of faith, was actually a businessman. Abraham, my friend, businessman, Abraham. And it continued with Isaac and Jacob. They were digging wells. They had sheep. Which was a sign of wealth in those ah, days. Time. You look at Daniel, he was a head of state. Daniel, not your politician, But they are the ones that we look at to live our lives of faith. So it's not the title or the position. But everybody can be a servant of God. And when you look at women, if you look at Jochebed, the mother of Moses, if she had not saved Moses by her wisdom, Israel would not have had a deliverer. Mm. And the five books of the Bible would not have been written. Mm. But Moses was called by God to lead his people out when he was looking after sheep. Deborah was a judge. Israel nation into battle. So every church member, every Christian, every child of God must seek first the kingdom and mm. can be a servant of God. So we will read our key verse for today. Because the Bible mentions so many people and describes them as servants of God. Even an unbeliever like Nebuchadnezzar he served God for a period and God referred to him as Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon my servant that's in Jeremiah 25 verse 9 amen Amen. and then when we look at Job the Bible says he was a great businessman known in the East. And yet, the whole book of Job is devoted to him. So all of us can seek first the kingdom of God. And all of us can be servants of God. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew Homa. We're reading from 25 to 33, which is our key verse. Please give me a cue when it's about five minutes to time because I'm not good at following the clock. <laughs> if you confess your sins, you get help. 
Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. The Bible is talking about things we should not take thought of. Number one, your life. What you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? The sisters, why take you thought for raiment? Whether you wear kente, whether you wear lace, whether you wear something fashionable, why take ye thought for that? Amen? Amen. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They fail not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first, seek ye first, not second, not seventh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. 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 Now, what is the Bible saying in all these verses? First of all, it says, take no thought for one, your life. For what you will eat. Some of you, you are sitting here, you are thinking about the Banku and Okru after church. So take no thought. Concentrate on the word. Amen. Or what you shall drink. Nor yet your body. You know, sometimes you are doing God's work, but you are thinking about your body. It's true that you shouldn't abuse your body. But laziness in the church is also phenomenal. So most of the workforce in the church is just a handful. And most of us feel that the work should be done by the pastors and the elders. But if you seek first the king, them. You will be part of God's workforce. Amen. Amen. It says that life is more than meat. And the body is more than raiment or sports. Amen, ladies. Amen. Some of you, your makeup time is longer than your quiet time. 
But the body is more than raiment. Some of you, the time you spend to do your braids is more than your Bible study or your intercession time. Amen, ladies. <laughs> So your priorities are not in order. Amen. Amen. And he says, look at the fowls of the air. You see, I love the Bible. God likes to use ordinary, trite things around us. That look at it and, and think about it. That's why in the book of... That's why in the book of Proverbs, the... the, the person who wrote said, I passed by the field of a, of a lazy man mm. and then I took instruction. Mm. So, things around us are supposed to be instructions for us. Yeah, so, God says, look at the fowls of the air. They do not sow the birds. They don't put anything in the ground for it to reap for them. Neither do they reap. Nor gather into bands like man will sow, reap, gather into a harvest. The birds of the air, they don't do that. Yet your heavenly father feedeth them. So let the birds of the air be a message to you. Let the birds of the air make you decide to obey God. Let the birds of the air show you God's faithfulness. Amen. Amen. I remember many years ago. 30 years plus. I know because we've been married for 30 years by the grace of God. Amen. So um, I remember when my husband said he was coming into full-time ministry and how his parents and my parents were not happy. And they were thinking about the future. Mm. My father-in-law called me and said, have you thought about what you will eat? Have you thought about what you will drink? Have you thought about what you will put on? And have you also thought about the fact that you are going to bring innocent children into this life and they need to be fed. And your husband, a doctor, says he's going full time and you are also sitting there and not resisting it. Mercy. What is wrong with you? time. <laughs> And um, when I look back, I think I obeyed this verse without knowing. When the Recently, I was talking to my husband. I said, hey, I married by faith. And then he said, oh, it's called grace. And I said, also naivety. I said, how come we didn't know we were poor? Have you thought about it? 
Even though I was suffering, whenever my parents came, I didn't even know I was suffering. Do you understand? <laughs> I was very happy and at peace. So when I was looking at this verse, I said, uh, take no thoughts. God, he just called me and blessed me with no thoughts. couldn't afford formula baby milk because i was going to go back to work and i needed to buy formula for the child i couldn't afford it mm. and then my husband told me that poor people in kolebu they are taught how to feed their children with cocoa uh-huh. fish powder uh-huh. a spoon of uh, uh, peanut butter uh-huh. and then some oil so you mix it and you give it to your child so I just mixed it and I gave it to my child. <laughs><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑><笑
You are so blessed to be Bishop Doug's wife. Hey. You are blessed, though. I said, yeah, sure. I said, what crowd? What crowd? What can say, hey, start with seeking first. Amen. Amen. Says your heavenly father feeds them. So papa, God says you are much better than the animals. And I believe that. Because there's no higher species like us. When I look at animals, when they are going to eat, they just hunt, they eat. And they eat raw. They eat in very, how do I say it, unpolished ways. Mm. But human beings, we take our time, we cook. We arrange our food on the tree. We set the table. Mm -hmm. Surely we are a higher, a higher species. Animals don't have any bedroom matters. Everything they feel like doing, Amen. But a human being has sense and knows that even though things are natural, they should be done with some finesse. God says that we are of more value than the birds of the air. Says that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. I mean, the flowers and things, their sports are greater than Solomon. Solomon was a and you are not you don't even have half of his wealth. And the Bible says that even Solomon, in all his glory, mm. he was not arrayed. You see, when God when God clothes you, mm. it's different from when you clothe yourself. And God clothes us, no clothes the uh, flowers and things, knowing that. They will soon die. They, they, they don't live long. They, mm. they, and they are gathered into ovens and barns to make flour and all that. Mm. But God still takes time to look after them. Mm. They are not a long-term investment. And then the Bible says, Oh, ye of little faith. So little faith is always praying about food, drink, uh, what you wear, uh, your body, mm. that is little faith. But it's time to graduate to greater faith. And to a higher, bigger faith. Amen. Amen. Now, as God takes us through all the saying, look at the fowls, look at the grass, look at the this, then he comes back to advise us again. He says, therefore, take no thought saying, mm. what shall we eat? This take no thought keeps recurring. Oh, what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Mm. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. The people who don't know God, their lives are just material things. Mm. Now we Christians who claim to know God, have gone into that same ship mm. with the world mm. 
And we are competing with the world and with the world's standards. They say, oh, he's seeking a house, so I'm also seeking a house. Mm. He's seeking a wife, so I'm also seeking a wife. Mm. He's seeking a car, so I'm also seeking a car. He's seeking everything the Gentiles seek. Think about it. God is saying, don't seek it. So, Yankopo, Brawakas, Yanshan, no, my Yanshan, Yanshan, Yanano, or sign by BM Ebbe to me, never for sale or cement, Jenny, or say, sign your man, you know, no more moon name or Yankopo, or more Jenny, or man, Jane, before they be an agony, Nedine, Nesnen, your beshe, Nema, Nede, and no one, I mean, they won't so say, I see a Nimon Yankopo, yes, so Yako Hobby, they be a agony, and no one, yes, sometimes I feel the world, too much of the world has entered the church. And when I, 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 I look at Christians, I feel that we, we employ too much of the world's methods. Like, even in counseling, we counsel more logic than the word of God. Like the Gentiles are seeking divorce, so the church is also seeking divorce. And they say, oh, Lady Reverend, I just want to be free. Hey, the Bible said about marriage that it is a binding. Are thou bound? Seek not to be loosed. <laughs> But the things that the Gentiles seek, are also what you are seeking. And you can only know that by your prayer topics. Mm. Look at the things you pray about. You are seeking promotion at work. Every day you want divine favor. You want to break through. You want to break forth. And you want to break in. That's your prayer topic. Every time... There's a call for prayer. Your prayer topic is just about material things. The only programs you like are the ones that deal with prosperity. If there's a teaching service, you will sleep. Because when it comes to seeking first the kingdom of God, it's not on your agenda. Even the choir, you sing in it because of your Brazilian hair. So when you say hallelujah, then you do this. Then you practice it in the mirror. Hallelujah, brethren. We are just like the world. After all these things, do the Gentiles seek? But the Bible says, but you, seek ye first the kingdom of God. God is saying, don't use your energy, your priorities, your desire, your drive for the things that the Gentiles seek. Let your drive, your desire, the things that make you alert, let it be the things of God. Hmm. And God says that all these things, list the things the world seeks, all of them, whether it's promotion, whether it's a good marriage, whether it's good children, whether it's a good future, whether it's a good job, 
whether it's clothes, whether it's food, whether it's that after they shall be added mm. unto you. Mm. But whether we believe it, Amen. Amen. Now, if we are going to seek first the kingdom of God, then we should be prepared to be servants of God. Now, you may be a child of God, you are born again, but it doesn't mean you are a servant of God. Because you don't serve God. To serve someone is to seek the person's interest. So to serve God is to seek God's interest. To seek God's interest is to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. To serve someone is to contribute to and promote the person. So as you are in the church... What are you contributing to the things of God? So what are you promoting in the church? Are you promoting gossip, mm. division? Mm. You see, because you don't do anything, mm. that's why you have time to gossip. Mm. Because if you are very busy, I tell you, you will not have time for a lot of things. To serve someone is to be obedient to his wishes. So to serve God is to obey his wishes. Amen. Amen. People don't understand why seeking God first is so important. But seeking God first is the one thing that is the most profitable activity you can ever engage in. It will cause all other things to be added to your life. All other things that people are dying for are simply added to your life when you seek the Lord. Matthew 6.33 is the master secret to your prosperity in this life. The secret to all things that people are seeking for is to seek God first. And everything else will be added. Now, Lady Reverend, what does it mean to seek God first? Matthew 6.33 is unlocked by letting your mind be on God's work and not on your own work. These days when we say we have outreach, you don't come. Because you are not seeking first the kingdom. You are seeking first your own. At the time of outreach, that's when you are sitting at the hairdresser saying, Paiha, change her. You say, that, uh, that, That's your life. No, 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 I can't. Amen. So seeking God first is letting your mind be on God's work and not on your own work. When you work for God, God will pay your wages. Amen. Amen. 
this is a direct instruction from God. But we are filled with thoughts of our own lives. Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We have to give him our yokes, the burden of our lives and the burden of our work, and take on the yoke of God. Amen. Amen. Once we set out to seek our own kingdom, we have broken the law of Matthew 6.33. Matthew 6.33 says, verse 27 to 29, which we will not read, but Peter said, Lo, we have left everything to follow you. What shall we get? Mm. I love this because Peter didn't use idioms and imagery and mm. he was direct about it. Mm. Look, Jesus, we've left everything. We've left our business. We've left our families. We are following you. Let me know what's in the kitty for us. It's just like a job interview. When you go, you say, what are the conditions of service? What's my remuneration? How much will I be paid? So he asked Jesus, look, we've been following you from here, there, insults and all this. What shall we get? Mm. And the next verse. And Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, wow. judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Mm. You are looking for a throne in this life. Mm. There's a certain throne that is everlasting. There's a certain throne that is eternal. There's a certain promotion that only God can give. And when you do that, he just gives you a throne without you having royal blood. Mm. 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 Twenty-nine. And everyone that had forsaken houses. Did you hear right? Houses. You've been trying to have a housing scheme. You are always looking for loan and mortgage, which costs more than the price of the house. You are doing so many maneuvers, and it's not working. Why not try seeking God first? Oh, try. Everyone that has forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wives, or children, or lands. But there's a a catch there for my name's sake. It has to be for his name's sake. Shall receive an hundredfold. 
and shall inherit everlasting life. God is not against you having houses. God is not against you having lands. He's not against you having cars. But he's saying first things first. I'm just coming back from many places, including Korea. With my husband. And he took about 40 plus of his pastors from all the rural areas, from the north, from here, from here. It's called internationalization to give them a broad outlook. And after the session, my husband was talking to some people and I was talking to these pastors. Said, you know, if you love God and you love his work, God will take care of you. I said to them, how many of you are praying for iPhone 11? <laughs> He said, oh, mommy, sure, the latest iPhone. Uh -huh. How many of you are praying for iPads? Oh, mommy, sure. How many of you? I listed a number of things. And I said, I want to tell you that I have not sought any of these things. Mm. But whenever I just take a step, I just receive. And I don't even want it, so I give it out. Oh, mm. you, you need an iPad. Anybody who comes into my mind, okay, you have this iPad. Have iPhone 11. iPhone 11, my own is... Five or six, but once it works, I don't care. So the iPhone 11, I've released it. So when it says, all these things shall be added, it is real. Amen. But some of you, you are making maneuvers. How to get it, how to move it, how to shake it, how to... I said, me, it's not in my prayer topic. Mm. It's not in my prayer topic. And the people that give it to me, they have other people they are with in their churches that they have not given it to. Mm. Do you understand? Some of them I don't even know. I just preach and then the pastor says, Oh, we gave you a gift bag. Gift bag. So I said, oh, okay, gift bag. Maybe some biscuits or I don't know what is in it. And I'm in a hurry. I'm going to the airport immediately after. So, so when I get here, then I look at it. Oh, iPad. So I went to the office and I said to the guy who does my... I said that. This pastor wanted to give me an iPad. And he said, do I have a big iPad? I said, not a big one. But I have an iPad and it has served me faithfully. And he said, oh, but you could use a new one. I said, oh, okay. Then he got it. This was in Australia. When he got it, he said it was returned because in Ghana, we don't use iPads without chips. Our, mm. our Wi-Fi is not everywhere. So if you give us an iPad without a chip, it's a problem. Mm. So my assistant said to him, oh, in Ghana, we use iPads without a chip, but we are leaving. Wait. We are leaving Australia, and we have a meeting with Bishop. We are going to Singapore, so we won't be here. Do you know this pastor called somebody in Singapore? Go, go to her hotel, meet her, make sure she gets it. What, what, so when I brought her, I gave it to the person in my office. I said, look at this. Wow, mommy, one terabyte. I said, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> you, you are praying for these things. <laughs> and it's not being added unto you. Mm. Because the secret is, seek ye first. It's so real. Mm. It's so real. Mm. It mm. is so real. Mm. I mm. go to somebody who I've known for years. And I say, oh, 
make this dress for me. Make. About 10 years ago, she says to me, you know, every time you come, you say, make this dress for me. The few times that I've made the dress for you, God has blessed me beyond whatever. So from now, everything you sow is free of charge. You, you want to look nice. Every day you are calculating. It's an Imahe Holland. After that, Imahe Lace. After that, Imahe... <laughs> seek ye first the kingdom seek of God first. Seek and his first. righteousness. Seek ye first. Other things. It shall be added. Mm. It is real. Say, it shall be added. There are times I'm just traveling. Even this year. When I can say, hi, ma'am. British Airways, from here. You've been upgraded to first class. I'm like, hey, why? He said, oh, because you've been upgraded there. My husband said, hey, you. You don't pay for first class. Every day you are sitting there. I'm sure <laughs> people feel that you have a lot of money. <laughs> It shall be added. Even airlines pick you up mm. because you seek first the kingdom. Even unbelievers bless you. Sometimes I go to shops. My assistant can bear with me and they say, what is it about this woman? I've not done anything. It's not about my hair. It's not about the dress. Said that there's something. A man said to her, said that there's a halo. There's, there's something. And I'm like, really? So what do you do? I said, I preach the gospel. Ah, there's something. And then because of that, they will lower the price. You will save your money. And so many things. And God blesses you so that you will be a blessing, not so that you hoard it. Mm. That is why I'm saying that. I give the phones away. I give. When I finished preaching that, one of the pastors sent me a text. You didn't tell me you had iPhone 11 to release. <laughs> and I said, it's gone already. <laughs> Amen. I have set up a shop in my office. <laughs> it's true, they can bear with us. I have a shop with shelves. And I say, Lord, who can I bless? Who can I make a difference to? Who can I? Because as my husband says, how many can you wear? How many toilets can you sit on? That's right. How many beds can you sleep on? But like Abraham, you are blessed to be a blessing. As I'm even saying, I see some of you, your eyes are open. <laughs> but beloved, seek ye first the kingdom <laughs> of God. <laughs> and and his righteousness. I in the office, we be a shop. I was in the office. 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 So these things are true. I was in the office. What God has said he would do. Now, I just want to round up with the life of Uzzah. Uzzah. Uzziah. Uzziah the king. Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. And I should be ending there. Chapter 26. 16 years old was Uzziah. Are you there? Mm. No. Let's start from verse 3. 16 years old was Uzziah when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. 
His mother's name was Jecoliah of Jerusalem. Next verse. And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father did. Next verse. And he sought God. He sought money. No. He sought fame. No. He sought a name. No. He sought to be popular. No. He sought God. Oh, so in the days of Zechariah, mm. who had understanding in the visions of God, and as long as he sought the Lord, mm. God the Lord made him to prosper. Amen. As long as he sought the Lord, he made himself to prosper. God made him to prosper. Beloved, tonight, that this morning, switch from your own seeking your own things mm. to seeking God. Mm. So he knew Just that like you have to. ported from Etel to uh, uh, MTN. <laughs> And he went forth and warred against the Philistines mm. and break down the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabne and the wall of Ashdod and built cities about Ashdod and among the Philistines. Seven. And God helped him. And God helped him. And God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians that dwelt in Guba and Benjamin. And the Ammonites gave gifts. <laughs> of of God. God. The Ammonites gave gifts. Amen. Amen. Even to the entering of Egypt, for he strengthened himself exceedingly. Next verse, verse 9. Are we there? Mm. Moreover, Uzzah built towers in Jerusalem and fortified them. Verse mm. 10. He also built towers in the desert and yeah, man, dug many wells. Yeah, no, yeah, for he had much cattle, both in the low country and in the plains. Husbandmen, vine dressers, yeah, for he loved husbandry. Yeah, 11. Moreover, Uzzah had a host of fighting men mm. that went out to war by bands. Mm. Verse 12. The whole number of the chief of the fathers of the mighty men of valor were on his side. Mm. Verse 13. And under their hand there was an army to help the king against the enemy. Mm. Verse 14. And Uzzah prepared all of them. Okay, so what are the lessons we can learn from Uzziah. The Bible says, as long as Uzziah sought the Lord, he prospered. As long as you seek the Lord, you will prosper. Amen. God will cause men to give gifts to you when you seek first his kingdom. You know, he says that give and it shall be given to you. 
good measure press. Oh God, cause men. Mm. You see, some of you, you are always begging. Mm. But when you seek first his kingdom, he causes men mm. to give to you. Giving and receiving is divine. And the Bible says in verse 8, as King Uzziah saw the Lord, his name spread abroad. Some of you want to be very popular. You want to be known. You are doing advert, you are doing Facebook, you are doing Instagram. But when you seek first the Lord, he makes your name to spread abroad. That is the story of Lighthouse Chapel. And no, and I'll see Lighthouse. Of, uh, sorry, no. I never no, thought master. that from Kolegono, the church will really and truly become international with about 4,000 branches and counting. Oh, so I my what people don't know is that I am also surprised. <laughs> he said it's like I'm watching a movie and one of the actors is me but I'm also surprised he could never have prayed what God is doing your prayer topic cannot match up with what God will do in your life and when your name spreads abroad, it comes with a lot of blessings. I meet so many people in Ghana, Asia, and I'm surprised that they even know me. I'm not on television. <laughs> I think they mean Facebook or something, but not television. So I say I'm not on television. How do you? One orange salad told me, I know the voice. Wow. <laughs> she said every Saturday morning I hear yeah, this voice, so I know the voice. And then I went to a place and I was negotiating for a price for breakfast meeting. And I told the lady, reduce it. She said, I said, why don't you use your pool size? I said, we are praying about it. And I said, Praying about it, God has answered. Just do it. Then she turned. She said, "I know this voice." <laughs> I hadn't mentioned my name. She said, "I know this voice." And then I kept quiet. I was looking at her. She said, "Ah, honey, on my lips, Saturday morning." Uh -huh. Hey, then she went to call her boss. Come, come, <laughs> lady reverend is here. Come, come. Will you have breakfast? Will you have you two? You are struggling to eat in a hotel. <laughs> Seek ye first. I say she should not marry him. I know in all other things. Who person ye who? Amen. Amen. So as long as King Uzziah, his name spread. Now I told you that I'll tell you about the Saint Adelaide schools. Uh -huh. Not long ago, my husband was going on crusades. And he said to me, I want to change the name of our schools. Because by the grace of God, we have a lighthouse school in every district in Ghana, every region, and outside Ghana. Wow. It is just grace. Mm -hmm. So he said, we want to change the names. And I said, to what? Oh, but it's through you that all these schools have come about. So it's going to be St. Adelaide School. I said, please don't do this. <laughs> because 
when you named the hall Adelaide Chapel, I went to town and somebody said, Ah, uh, yes, see, your friend Adelaide Chapel because they be a collection in the mouth. Hey, your friend Adelaide Chapel. Wow. I said that cool, cool, and I was too quiet and I catch and said, I'm school, so no, some more school, so I will maybe be brave or my money, I'm an onion now. And also, some school needing, also, also, something I could then or say, but see a friend of Saint Adelaide or Smepacho, man, yes, sir. Now, got two hall be at late chapel, my titty will groom say, I say, and you be our fire, did you offer now, many at the mammy? Now, so so and no cry. So he left. No, Jaho, later. He started to undermine me. Do you understand? Undermine. <laughs> Mining under me. Uh -huh. So I was there when my assistants, LPBM, LP Pamela, Mrs. Kwanza, they started to text me, oh, mommy, God has honored you. I said, hey. that's what? Since <laughs> athlete schools. It sounds so nice. Hey. I said, this is what I told him not to do. <laughs> so, come on, he had cool a logo. Idea. He had the name. Wow. He said they should go and register it immediately. St. Athlete School. You too. You are always praying that your husband will honor you. Something <laughs> will come your way. Things that even you don't want. Uh -huh. God adds them he adds to them. you. I'll you now I tell they you, God honors you. Your mm. name will spread abroad. Pastor, we didn't quite clear. She showed you. I want him. I know. It did kind. Sometimes you don't Amen. Some of you, your only name you want is Mrs. This. Hey. Hey. And even that is not coming. Seek ye first the kingdom. Verse, verse 8, as long as... And the Ammonites gave gifts to Zion, and his name spread abroad, even to the entering in of Egypt. Mm. For he strengthened himself exceedingly. Mm. When you seek God... You strengthen yourself. You divine strength. He was able to build towers in the desert. You will do unimaginable things as long as you see God. We can tell this from Uzziah's life. He had a host of fighting men. When you seek God, God raises an army on your behalf. Lady Reverend, how do you know that? Psalm 34. Psalm 34, verses 7 to 10. Encampeth round about them that fear him mm. and delivereth them. Mm. Verse 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, the Lord is, is good. good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Verse 9. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints. There's no want. There's no want. There's no lack. Them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that do what? Seek. 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 Seek the Lord. Shall not want any good thing. Amen. Amen. 
God will raise an army. The angel of the Lord encompass. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, they that are with us are more than they that are against us. There's an invisible force that you can raise just by seeking it. By you, you are using your own effort. You've got the uh, modern cameras to look, internet, uh, uh, intercom, all that. The things were still able to come. But as Uzziah saw the Lord, God raised an army on his behalf. He made angels. Second Chronicles 26, 15. Just by seeking the Lord. God made him wise. Wisdom for your business. Wisdom for inventions. Wisdom for things that will take you forward. It comes from seeking God. Second Chronicles 26, 15. Hmm. Okay, I'll read it myself. 15, 1, 5. 1, 5. And he made in Jerusalem engines invented by cunning men mm. to be on the towers and upon the bulwarks to shoot arrows and great stones withal mm. and his name spread far abroad for he was marvelously held hey. till he was very strong when you seek god you will be ladies some of you, you are saddled with your marital problems. So That is what you look at every day. Begin to switch and seek God first. You will be surprised how healthy you will become. You will be surprised that it will save you from the mental hospital. You will be surprised that you will become a strong woman. And you will be surprised that you have fulfillment in this life. In spite of all that is going on in your life. Life. Because like Uzziah, you will seek God. And as long as you seek God, you will be Amen, daughters Amen. of Zion. Amen. Because Uzziah saw the Lord, he was marvelously helped. He did not need anything. From Psalm 34, we hear that when you seek God, you do not lack anything. Finally, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. A very popular verse. Chapter 11, verse 6. But he that cometh to God must first believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder. He is a rewarder. He is not a punisher. He is a rewarder. But for certain people, what types of people, 
They would diligently seek him. They would diligently seek him. We can't see God casually or haphazardly. It takes diligence to seek God. And as you seek God, he just rewards you. Beloved, Amen. it's time to put God's kingdom first. It's time to put God's interest first. It's time to put, put what is priority to God first. So winning is important to God. Preaching is important to God. The fruits of the spirit is important to God. Telling people about Jesus is important to God. Serving in the house of God is important to God. There's no work in the house of God I've not done before. I have scrubbed floors without being asked. I've arranged chairs without being asked. And I still serve by the grace of God. My office is in charge of protocol. And sometimes we have very large conferences. Sometimes I have to feed 100,000 plus people. I said, Nipama conference, Nipa I heard somebody say that she does nothing. She just wears pretty little dresses and sits in front. Hey, I'm sorry for me. That's what most people think. That's what most people think. That's what most people as volunteers, they have to be trained for the work they are coming to do. And the first day I said that in this department, it's called the Department of Servanthood and Humility. We wipe floors, we wash dishes, we serve, and we are open to being faced. But some of you, you are too big even to go to this door. We can't ask you to do anything. And we have to be so careful the way we talk to you. Please, we are thinking about imagining, consulting, reminiscing, thinking that if you could graciously and humbly and please and totally and irrevocably, please help us with this. Why? You are a servant. A servant doesn't have a will of himself. A servant does what the master says. My husband says idiopathic means pride without a reason. But if you come to church with a servant's heart, I have Many times they tell me the car park is full. Go and park somewhere because the people at the gate don't know me. Hey, so to make 
Because at a point, they were rotating. So when they see you, they don't know you. Mm -hmm. So is that the time to stop and say, hey, where were you when this church was being built? <laughs> Do you know the sacrifice some people have sacrificed before? I just say, oh, it's full, eh? But I think I'll get some space inside. No, 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 madam, it's full. I said, oh, I think I have a parking slot. Ah, please, who are you? <laughs> I get angry and say I'm going to my room. Hey, I said, "Oh, I am Oh, I am I am I am Mammy. I I am Mammy. I am if ye then be risen with Christ, set your affection on things that are about. It means that setting your affection depends on you, not on an angel. It didn't say pray for an angel to set your affection. You and set your affection on things that are about. Don't wait always for the church to approach you to help. Sometimes you can see help is needed on the car park. Help is needed with this convention. Help is needed. Rise up and seek first this kingdom. Sorry? The church My husband says the power of a church is not in its seating capacity, but it's sending capacity. Sorry, sorry, Can you be sent to do it? Can you be sent to pastor a branch? Oh, pastor I saw my But from this meeting, I believe daughters of Zion, we are rising up. We are seeking first the kingdom. We are not seeking Brazilian hair. We are not seeking Peruvian hair first. We are seeking first the kingdom. And beloved, everything else. Everything else, including a good husband, will be added unto you. God bless you. As you seek first this kingdom, rise to your feet. Wow. Shall we pray? It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi, or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.